Hello, you're listening to the Flighty Broads podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. And I am Ava. And today we have a guest, Vriska Vriska Zone, to discuss, to discuss Vriskan with us. Hi. Holy shit, are I'm, you I'm Vriska here. Vriska Zone? I am Vriska Vriska Zone. It's pretty fucked up. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it is I, Vriska Vriska Zone, descending from, uh, descending mm-hmm. into the psychosphere to talk Vriskan with these lesbians. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's an honor. So... Yeah, today um, we're just... Brohoof. Brohoof? No, no, it's not, no, it's not Brohoof. It's, um, it's pony hoof. The pony hoof thing that Roxas does. That, that's that... a Brohoof. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a Brohoof. Right. Why are we Brohoofing? Why not Brohoof? Flighty Broadhoof. Yeah. Flighty Broadhoof. Bro- broadhoof. <laughs> broadhoof. Broadhoof. Sounds like a... Mm. You know, it sounds like the warrior uh. cat's name, but for a horse. Uh. <laughs> yeah, my, I'm right. Warrior horse. Anyways, so today we are not discussing horses. Um, we're, n- we're not discussing horses. We're not discussing boys. We're talking about two of the best characters in the comic, and one of the one of the good ships. One of the the really good ship. Yeah, we're discussing uh, Vriska and Kanaya. Um, and definitely, I think that was the earliest ship that like gay, gay ship that. It was explicitly confirmed that at least one person there had feelings, and and then, I mean later, Vriska reciprocates when it's too late. But like it was explicitly yeah. confirmed that Kanaya had a crush on Vriska, or at least some people couldn't tell that. But you know, well, that's... so yeah, you could tell because some people thought that when she was angry at Vriska for kissing Tavros, that she was angry because she was in love with Tavros, <laughs> and we and we see that in the comic later of Vriska being a complete idiot about it and thinking that too. Point out how stupid that is. Vriska's yeah. a dumb shock. I love Vri- her. Vriska's really dumb. She has like this perfect uh, vampire GF right there. Yeah. She can't well, she, see it. Kanaya's not a vampire yet, though. Well, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. I was going to mention like it's a big deal. Like today we have like so many ships and trans characters and everything, but like. It's a big deal for media to have gay representation, especially back then. So, like, these two being, like, the first explicit gay ship, it's a big deal. Kanaya's a really important character in that sense, because she's she's Homestuck's first lesbian, like, explicitly. Yeah, well, yeah, she's the first one to, like, explicitly be a girl who's interested, like, solely in other girls. Like, she's never... Like, she's never expressed interest in, like, literally any man in the comic, as far as I can remember. Which, sadly, that doesn't stop certain people from still shipping her with men, but those people yeah. are homophobic. What do you mean? So. All, tr- all trolls are pan, right? <laughs> <laughs> people rolling up to in, in our Twitter, Twitter replies being like, what about, what if, consider this, ek we can, and we're like, shut the fuck so, up. Consider... Dirk Naya. No. Dirk Naya is the funniest thing. Dirk Naya has done nothing but gotten me yelled at by people online, so I don't Wait, like it. Dirk you got yelled at for well, not. I got I I got yelled at for not liking it because I posted there is that art of Dirk Naya and I was like this is bad and then someone was like, well this is not bad and you're like harassing the artist who made this and it's like 
it's bad. It's a bad ship. Dirk is a gay man, and Kanaya is a lesbian woman. That's that's as simple as it as I have to be. And I I just like got shit for that, which was like wild. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're just. And I was trying to game. I was just trying. I was just trying to game. <laughs> just trying to game. Yeah, I was just trying to game. They always like come after me when I'm trying to game. <laughs> oh, I I, um, I have experience with that. But, I was I was just trying to grind my grains, and the incident <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's funny. I was literally grinding grains that day, <laughs> and people were like, "Hey, yeah. problems." Yeah. Um, should I say something about my thing with the ship? Whatever. Yeah, you can say whatever you oh, want. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hi, Friska Friska's on here. Um, I've been in this fandom for seven years, uh, which is a long time. It's way too long, in fact. Um, but yeah, we were saying Kanai is the first. Vriskan is like the first, like ex- the ship, first ship where like they are explicitly like expressing interest in in each other, and they're like lesbians or whatever. Um, and for a long time, I was like, that was my number one ship. Um, the, I, my Tumblr blog that I had during that time is is has long been deleted. But uh, if I was ever able to find it, you could fucking guarantee that there's a ton of Riskan art there. Um, as someone who, uh, for a long time, was trying to figure out her own like sexuality and gender and stuff, um, that sort of like representation in the comic like helped a lot and it helped me kind of I don't know it the it, it's helped me understand myself a lot more that ship um I, it's not my number one ship anymore but it, it's a really good ship um and and hopefully you'll see why through listening to this episode yeah you've yeah. i think you've been in the fandom longer than at least like than both emma and i i think i've oh, hold on i'd say yeah this was like my six sixth year but i do remember um i had only recently realized that i liked girls when i first um when I first started reading Homestuck and I was pining over this one girl and um, I saw Kanaya and I was like, this is a, this is a pining lesbian. I really yeah. know how this feels. Kanaya yeah. crying. Kanaya act crying at, over Miska actually. Like I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 and yeah. And just yeah. the, just the like yeah the pining lesbianism and then Riska expressing finally expressing interest back but it's too late like that's such a yeah that can i say can i say the diesel on oh, oh, yeah. you can okay. say it you, you can say oh. um it's it, that's that that, that is that is uh dyke behavior that that yeah i'm surprised yeah that has has have we said dyke on this podcast before I don't remember you guys saying dyke. Wow. Lesbians forgot to say dyke on the podcast. Yeah, well... Uh, Thank you for fixing that, Vriska. You're welcome. (laughs) As as Vriska Guinea, I have to fix everything. Um. (laughs) Vriska retcon the the Flighty Broads timeline so Vriska can say dyke. Friska, you yeah. have to create a back, back noir in the Phaeton. Yeah, and then everyone will get really mad at me for um, creating back noir, even though he was already there. Yeah, um, well, I'm really mad at you now for creating back noir. <laughs> I, um, 
yeah but, but yeah um i do think that um the relationship like what we're saying that riska um riska finally realizes she feels the same way but it's too late that's like like it feels very gay i mean not just because it's gay but like to have a friend that you almost dated lesbians are just like that (laughs) yeah i mean i yeah they're yes that is how lesbians are um and 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 yeah it's it's (sighs) sorry this is my first time being on a podcast you sound amazing thank you um yeah it it, is i mean i think a lot of lesbians have have stories or or have 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 had friends who they've almost dated (laughs) and stuff because you do well because you just as as a gay person like attract the other gay people in your area into your like bubble and then you and then there's so few of you typically like you almost date like one of your friends and then that doesn't work out just just happens yeah Mm-hmm. But uh, I do really like that these two, I mean, Risk is pretty much just explicitly trans fan. And there's also like very large trans fan interpretations of Kanaya, which mm-hmm. like, I just really like these two trans queens together. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's, it's an, it, yeah, it's a good, that's why it's one of the best ships is because it's just two powerful trans women in the yeah, same it just ship. Depth. Yeah. Than than being trans. Uh-huh. Um, and and I, I don't know. I just like imagining them like like meeting before realizing they're trans and having massive relationship. And yeah. all the whole like um every guy wants to be a girl. Come on, that that doesn't make you trans. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, every guy would press the button. I, yeah. This is sort of uh, well. If uh, this is just. If you are listening to this podcast, if your number one ship is still first can, I respect you so much. I respect you a lot. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just yeah. I I really like first can fanfics like this. I really like seeing them. I just like I haven't actually dated, but then broken up because it didn't work and moving on. Like yeah, and they just they they just don't get. Like it's a good ship, and their characters are very interesting together. But um, it uh, they don't get that much like time together in in the comic, like in the actual in Homestuck proper. Like barely any mm-hmm. of the times that Riska or Kanaya are talking about each other are barely any of those are actually them talking to each other. Yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of it is. Uh, Riska's talking about Kanaya, or Kanaya's talking about Riska. Yeah, we were reading through the pester logs, and like we see a lot of them talking to their friends about, which is what you do when we have a crush. It's mostly yeah. it's mostly well, Kanaya talking to her friends there, about. Yeah, there's the the Kanaya Eridan conversation where Eridan is just like everyone can tell that you are like gay for Riska, and that's a very <laughs> like that's a that's a very gay thing where you just don't actually communicate with the person you have a crush on and then you're like talking to other people about it and it's just so obvious to everyone else yeah i mean sadly i i have straight friends and they're also like that too but it's it's a very teenage thing it's a very teenage thing yeah it's better when lesbians do it yeah 
everything's better when we're exceptions too. actually i think this is a gay thing and every straight person that does this is an exception <laughs> yeah so you can't tr- you can't talk about your thing. crush anymore if you're straight sorry yeah no so, sorry yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's okay to it's okay to have those feelings, but you don't have to like broadcast them, straight people. <laughs> yeah, I support you, straight. I just people. don't want to see it. I support your identity. I I don't want it all over my timeline, please. Uh, <laughs> but I support yeah, you. Enough, straight people. Like we get it. You're straight. Stop yeah. making your entire personality. Yeah. Why do you have to put so much? Of, why do you want so much representation in media? Like, like, why can't we have, why can't we go back to just having lesbians in all our, like, trashy romance movies? Um, when I was reading Hussey's commentary, uh, Hussey, like, refers to Vriska as Kanaya's, um, well, as Kanaya's starter rose, which is funny, like, um, or a shittier and more difficult to manage rose, which is a funny way to describe Vriska. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, yeah, Kanaya... Kanaya's um, thing for like dangerous girls she can't control, specifically like light players, I think it's mm-hmm. pretty epic. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, that all, it all ties into her very like, uh, she, she likes to like meddle with people a lot and also like try to be motherly to, like, like she tries to be a like, m- like really caring to Vriska and like. Uh, when she's like her, uh, like server, whatever in the in in scrub, a scrub, scrub, whatever. It's a grub. Um, like she's like picking up, uh, Vriska's like eight balls and everything, and like yeah, that's yeah, kind of. Yeah, you can really see how, and then can I just avoid being too meddlesome with Rose? Like mm-hmm. she she really goes to like to more antagonizing tactics. Rose, mm-hmm. like she learned with trying to deal with Frisco that like it, it doesn't work if you're just if you're too modern and caring. Yeah, which of course the thing with Friska being that she has a huge, huge issue of people like showing affection to her because she just can't doesn't know how to deal with it. She doesn't know, she, and she doesn't want to be vulnerable. It's funny because um. Like, Aridin was, like, describing Kanaya's situation as, like, being stuck in the Moirail zone. But really, they aren't even officially Moirails. Yeah. Like, that's, their relationship is, like, completely undefined. Yeah. Like, even when they're, yeah, like, when when Kanaya, like, stops fussing over her, it's not like it's a breakup because there was never something official in the beginning. And Uh Briska won't even say, like, I wanted... Why, like, Riska says, Hey, remember when you used to do that? That was annoying and kind of fun. But, and then yeah. Kanaya's like, Do you want me to do it? And Riska's like, I don't know because gay people are yeah. useless. Yeah. And, and yeah. like, the only, like, the only time they ever get called Moirails is when, uh, cause there's like a, uh, Riska and Kanaya have a conversation and then we come back to that conversation later. And it's one of those, like, uh, and they proceed to have the conversation we read earlier things that's, all throughout uh hive bent um and uh the author writing like saying like that says uh that they're an example of murder allegiance or maybe they are and it's, it's kind of more like even the author saying they're more rails is really vague like it's it's implied that that's not re- they're not like officially more rails or anything um 
and the breakup and hussey also says in his commentary uh that the breakup only exists in kanaya's mind um isn't like yeah uh kanaya gets really really upset uh over friska kissing tavros but the the breakup is only happening in her mind because they never really were together it's funny because like you see the um the Vriska Kanaya Tavros triangle is basically like I'd say it's the most straightforward, well, somewhat straightforward, but like it's sort of the center of the oh, what is this troll romance thing before you before you actually get to the to the info dump. Um, like it literally is right before the info dump, like the that uh, Kanaya sees Tavros kissing Vriska, but. Before that, you're seeing all these terms thrown around, but you see that, like, Riska is, like, it, it, literally the situation between the three of them, like, covers, like, all the quadrants in a, like, um, in a way, because, like, you have, like, that, so it's sort of a moral allegiance between Kanaya and Riska, but Kanaya is flushed for Riska, and then, um, Kanaya serves as an auspicious between Tavros and Vriska, kind of, except Vriska has kind of thinks she might be pitched for Tavros or, or Red, she's not sure. So it's, like, it's definitely I think the w- one where we learn the most about how quadrants yeah. work. And Vriska and Tavros are the compact quadrants. <laughs> the compact quadrants. Yeah, well, and also it plays into that sort of, there's the, a more general theme of this whole like exploring quadrants thing is that it is more complicated than just mate sprit, moirail, kismesis, auspices. Like it, it tends to be very messy, which we see with um, Vriska and Kanaya's relationship. Uh, li- like the the it, 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 quadrants are 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 a, a way of trying to clarify these complex relationships that don't often like work as a label, and we see that in Vriska and Kanaya's relationship, like, they're supposedly morals, but it kind of doesn't work as a label for their relationship, at, like, much at all. Yeah. Or, yeah, or even, like, they don't, like, even, they label it because that's the closest thing to what they're doing, but that's not what either of them wants, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, uh, yeah, getting about, this is, is it okay if I say something yeah. else? Yeah. yeah uh, well, we were t- I well I was brought it up. Friska has uh like looking at um uh Friska versus upbringing versus Kanaya's upbringing and how that affects like their uh like attitude towards like affection and caring and stuff like that. I was I kind of ta- started talking about that a bit earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Uh, oh yeah. So Kanaya's upbringing was much more tender but also not really because like we we don't really see anything her mother we just assume that that that, like moth mother is like nice but also she was she was manipulated and condescended by dog scratch yeah which is a whole can of worms yeah yeah while friska's upbringing she was like she was always like she always had like to feed her mother and like kill kids and like she was like a baby killing other baby her mother mm-hmm. so she was like sensitized of killing yeah and and uh, and just in general friska never receives any sort of um tenderness yeah tenderness like friska is like the it's friska has spider mom in her mind like all the time uh 
you see that in like her like pester quest route and stuff and she just it's like she's growing up in a shitty like circumstance with a shitty parental figure and then um and then she has like mind fang like mind fang's diaries and stuff mind fang is not exactly the greatest role model um and so that's like one of the bigger issues in uh the way like friska and kanaya try to interact with each other is just friska has a lot going on in that sort of uh way and uh it's it's hard to deal with especially they're both that and and we we must not forget these characters are are 13 they're also just yeah kanaya's whole thing is motherhood like that's like that's a huge part of her character or wanting to be a mother. Like literally, yeah. um, she's a jade blood. She literally grew up thinking she, she would be her, well, like the closest to the mo- a yeah. mother in troll society. And her, um, her pest, her pester chum handle is a reference to the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Like, and it's the funny how tricks or whatever. Yeah. It's funny how she always gravid. Cause like the two girls we see her interact with, or like, well, we see her interact with multiple girls, but the two girls that like she is romantically interested in throughout the comic are Briska and Rose, who have like the two characters who have the most m- mom issues. Like, like I'd say, because Rose obviously different situation because and like so they respond differently to it, but like so they don't really take well to like because Kanaya doesn't just want to be a mother in the sense of like she, she wants to like um bring back like she wants to save her race she and like she wants to be like she that's also her personality she wants to care for people she wants to meddle and yeah um she wants to be briska does not respond well to that like like you said yeah like she wants mother and caring for others not just she wants to be a mother to everyone she wants to be the mom friendly Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. because like also going back she's like uh, Kanaya tidying up Riska's room. I just think it's like funny. Kanaya and domesticity, like day daydreaming about domesticity with the girl she's into. Yeah. Um, just this daydreaming very, about other people's rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel Kanaya. There's there's a certain homoeroticism around like just yeah organizing <laughs> someone's room. Well, yeah, it's very because, homoerotic. Because I am like a Virgo, um, my ascendant and my moon are Virgo, so like I, I get it. I, I love organizing things. Mm-hmm. It is not even like a task; it's just something you like doing. And if you're doing for someone else, yeah. it's even more satisfying. And I, yeah. I get Kanaya. especially because especially because uh, Kanaya is Friska's reply guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like. <laughs> Sorry, I just think that was a very funny joke. No, it yeah. is. I'm just thinking about like I, I'm hearing you too, but all I'm thinking is like if someone touches my stuff, like if if they want to clean up with me, that's fine. But if like someone touched my stuff without telling me, I might like go go ape shit. Oh no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's about cleaning up together. It's about pick picture yeah. this. You're sitting in your bed. You you two are just talking. You're like sitting in your bed, <laughs> and your lover is in your room and organizing your stuff. And you like they have permission. You're just talking, and they're they're being so tender and caring with every you. That that's the that's the Riskan uh, uh, dynamics. Except Risk is also like playing something in her phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like Riska, Kanaya's Riska's reply guy is just really funny. Just like someone harasses Risk in social media, and Kanaya's like, 
Is he bothering you, Queen? <laughs> I did my best, Kanaya voice. Yeah. I, and it's funny because Kanaya would do this in like a sense of irony, but like in her no own sense of irony where you can really tell that she's being ironic. Mm-hmm. I think Riz, I think Kanaya is such a reply guy for Friska that uh, like Friska like, like comes out and is, is a trans woman and then Kanaya transitions too. Yeah. Thank you for opening my eyes to gender queen. I'm now yeah. so much happier as a woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's just um one of one of the other things I feel with uh this whole fucking like like Vriska has issues with being open and vulnerable with other people. And also um this is all taking place during like there's they're they're playing a game they're playing scrub and Riska is trying to beat the game and uh one of her attitudes that she takes during uh during the comic is she doesn't really have time for uh any of these more consuming uh relationships like um when we see this after uh she's after the retcon, when she is prevented from being killed, um, she becomes Moirels with uh, Terezi, and uh, which is very funny. Moirels. Uh, yeah, but um, and we see. Totally and, I mean, yeah, I mean, totally. Uh, she's yeah, totally platonic for totally platonic for uh, uh, Terezi, but she's like Riska says, like she just doesn't have time for these like red or black romances she is trying to beat this game and she is afraid that if she lets herself get consumed by these things she won't be like relevant anymore she won't be important yeah um, only... because in in homestuck to be to to be happy you have to well well to to be like relevant you have to be unhappy if you are happy in a relationship you become not relevant anymore oh yeah the dream is me and my wife being irrelevant together. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, you're literally only relevant if you have conflict. and like, Yeah. Especially the relationships. Like, you can only be relevant if your relationship has a conflict. Yeah. If you're too that's happy why, stable, you're not. That's why, that's why Rosemary is relevant in Homestuck 2 now. There's conflict yeah. there. Rosemary in Homestuck 1, once they finally <laughs> got together, became, like, a background ship. It, yeah, I don't know why it, it's so funny hearing Homestuck referred to as Homestuck One. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I get it. No, no, I get what yeah. you mean. It's uh-huh. just funny. Well, it's funny uh, for I, me too. Yeah, I was reading I when it came I think out. The last one was Homestuck Seven. Homestuck yeah. Seven. Yeah, Homestuck Seven. The the one the one with Friska in it. I remember that Homestuck Seven. I have not. Read the one Homestuck. with that would with Friska Friska. Riska's favorite Homestuck would be Homestuck 8. Yeah. Yes, but, but I'm doing a Final Fantasy bit about Final Fantasy 7. Oh, well, I, I am not a gamer. I don't play Final Fantasy. Well, uh, but, I'm alone here. I just yeah. came out as a not gamer on on Homestuck Twitter. Yeah, I am a gamer, but I don't play Final Fantasy. You, ju- you just play the cringe Western RPG. You should play the epic Japanese RPG. I Zelda. That's a Japanese RPG, technically. Yeah, but that's, that's adventure. 
Yeah. Also, well, this is I... relevant to the, to the podcast because this is game talk because Risk uh-huh. is a gamer. And Kanaya, oh, yeah. Kanaya is not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're Kanaya and Risk is Riska and Lying for Kachu. <laughs> 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 that was I think I think so, I think, so, I think that's a very funny thing. That's a very funny thing you just said. Friska is Friska. Yeah, Friska yeah, is Friska. It's gonna be very funny when I do my podcast and I have to be like, I'm the Friska podcast. Yeah, yeah, the Friska because I'm gonna be like, welcome to Frisk Course. I'm your host, Friska Friska Zone. <laughs> like, welcome to Frisk Course, the podcast Vriska about Friska, um, hosted by Friska Friska Zone. <laughs> yeah. Just see how many times you can fit Vriska in one sentence, uh-huh. and then. Uh-huh. See, I I gotta get another like Vriska Kinney on 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 the on the show. Vriska and Vriska talk about Vriska and Vriskors. <laughs> Podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What where where were we going again? Um. We were talking about uh Vriska's dumb. Uh, no, we were uh, conflict and romantic yeah and Vriska's yeah so Vriska, it's funny because when we see Vriska before before she uh before Vriska uh well I guess she dies in the first the first time mm-hmm. around the second time around she doesn't but um yeah before that moment we she we do see her focus a little bit on romance like yeah at least um it's sort of disastrous at least when it comes to Tavros because yeah well, honestly, I can't imagine anyone having a relationship with Tavros that isn't somewhat of a disaster. But um, yeah, Tavros likers don't kill me. But um, only t- yeah, oh, Tavros think, likers, Helen. Yeah, I, God, Helen, I love her. Um, gay that person. Was a, that was a gay moment. Um, it was really gay. Yeah, I can't believe I think you're the first. It's very funny that I'm a Vriska Kidney and and I'm dating Helen. You're also uh, dating a Kanaya Kinney and a Terezi yeah. Kinney, so yeah, you're really just uh huh. But yeah, no, uh, dating. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Vriska does her like romance thing with Tavros, and it's an absolute disaster. Um, because uh, there's no way that Vriska, a trans lesbian, can be happy with, especially Tavros. Um, and we do see her like start to have like somewhat of a reciprocating feeling for Kanaya when Kanaya punches her in the face. Um, because uh, Vriska also just, uh, she doesn't, uh, she, she resists uh, like this. Uh, she resists it when Kanaya is meddling with her all, all the time and like trying to like fuss over and care for her. But she's more attracted when Kanaya doesn't care about her. And that's what, like, because that's her whole thing with Aradia, is Aradia does not care about Vriska at all. And Vriska is driven absolutely crazy by that. Um, it's like, yeah, it's, it's sort of like, I guess it would be the equivalent of, like, I guess straight people would call it playing hard to get or whatever. Yeah, but when straight people yeah. talk about it, yeah. When straight people do it, it's cringe. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, Vriska, her, like, she only expresses interest in Kanaya once she's solidly just not interested uh, in, uh, t- like, interacting with Vriska. Because, like, she's kind of, like, Vriska's more confused in Hive Bent because Kanaya keeps giving off, like, mixed signals about, like, caring too much and then not caring. And that that's a whole mess. Yeah. I don't know if Vriska's even playing hard to get. I think she's... No, she's no one's playing hard to get. Down. I just think Vriska is the kind of oh. person who would be 
like Vriska's not playing hard to get. Playing hard to get would be like well, neither is Kanaya, but like Vriska's the kind of person who would be interested in someone who was playing hard to get because they were playing hard to get. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like she's just a dumb joke. She has she has mm-hmm. really no idea what Kanaya is doing or her, how Kanaya feels. And like yeah. they they even barely even talk to each other. Yeah. Kanaya's also a useless lesbian though. Okay. Not yeah. yeah. I I definitely like which is why why I relate to her so much. That moment where she has to where she sees Tavros and Friska kissing is just well it's heartbreaking, honestly, because, like, I don't know, I've been there where I've been, like, friends with a girl, and I've been trying to, like, I've sort of been, like, okay, I really, really care about you, like, a lot, yeah. and mm-hmm. I want to be there for you, and I mm-hmm. want to help you, but, like, you don't say it explicitly, like, that you're, like, gay, because you, you're you just, you're young, yeah. and you don't want to do that, and you don't want to say that, but, like, you're just hoping, like, somehow she'll figure yeah. it out, which mm-hmm. is not really yeah. effective. Yeah, I remember... But- and then you watch yeah. her and like it's it's hard because like have you ever helped accidentally helped your crush get with someone else because that that's that hurts and yeah. that's kind of what kanaya did by making the dress for briska even though it didn't really work out between briska and tavros which is very good um that would have been I mean, but i'm i mean i'm gonna cut this out but indirectly i i mean i invited you to pop her and that just connected you with lily yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry it's just funny i'm sorry no oh, i think it's funny yeah no it's um... <laughs> no 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 don't be sorry i genuinely just think it's really funny yeah oh my god and i'm over here talking about it like oh yeah you know like that's a horrible feeling can't imagine what that was <laughs> I haven't I myself haven't helped like I haven't helped someone get with someone but I have like been in a situation with a girl that I like where I like am giving her relationship advice on her relationship that she's in which is like already painful enough and then I'm like I I, I'm like I feel really good I feel really bad about like about it and then it's just it's a whole thing yeah I've been there too yeah Yeah. it's like Mm-hmm. yeah you're it's like it's hard and also it's hard when you, you're a lesbian and the girl you like likes the most pathetic boy like oh. boys i mean boys general generally stink um i yeah. and but like can you imagine like having this crush on this like awesome like badass girl and she gets with she tries to get with tavros <laughs> Like, I would just be, I, no, like, no wonder can I was pissed. I would be fucking insulted because I'm like, like, it's Tavros. Yeah, it's, 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 the Tavros yeah. is Comcat like, is strong. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. What do you mean? Like, Com- Compat doesn't exist on Alternia. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about because, like, I'm often gravitating towards like shitty girls. Like I don't even have compad about this. I just like girls that don't really treat me well. And, like if, but I often just just don't act on that. Which is like, but uh, I, I I know what you're talking about. But anyways, where were we? But yeah, so <laughs> definitely, um, it it's I it's also like a very lesbian experience. I think to be like. When we're talking about like troll, co- troll comp head, which is like 
comp it's regular combat what am i saying but like um to be attracted to like the least threatening little boy ever like mm-hmm. yeah or, or like or or just or the worst guy ever in general but not that tavros is the worst guy ever that that title goes to uh gamzy but oh yeah um, i mean yeah but no like, gamzy gamzy is the worst yeah and, the, and we I, won't talk about him anymore yeah that's that's it that- gamzy sucks <laughs> shut up gamzy sucks I wasn't gonna say Gamzee yeah. doesn't suck. I was gonna say yeah, Gamzee no. sucks. But I was, but yeah. I wasn't gonna say he's the worst guy ever because you know there are real people who are probably worse. But um, oh, no. in in the context of Homestuck, yeah, in the context Gamzee's of Homestuck, Gamzee's the worst. Yeah, but um, yeah. it's definitely okay, also um, like just a very lesbian experience. I think like when you see Briska like stop kissing Tavros and that look she gets on her face. It, that's like that's 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 uh i just realized boys boys ain't shit like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no yeah oh uh i just wanted to talk a bit about like uh i feel like i'm projecting a bit here but the way like when kaya flirts with friska she just tries her best to make herself useful to friska she like she meddles and she wants to help and she wants like to organize her room and, like, I really see this thing where, like, Kanaya just measures her worth by how useful she can be to others. So, like, yeah. she likes Briska, so she wants to be the most useful she can to Briska, so she can be worthy, worthy of Briska. She also wants to, like, it's also, like, she wants to almost manage Briska a little, but, like, only, like, slightly. Like, she won't stop Briska from doing dangerous things. But, like, she will be, like, she will tell Vriska not to do dangerous things and also, like, threaten to dump a toilet over her. But she won't, like, because she wants, she exists in that delicate space where Vriska is, like, somewhat annoyed by her suggestions, but is not, like, but hasn't pushed her away. And I think Kanaya says something to that effect, like, if I just told you to stop, if if I just stopped you from doing things, um, you would you wouldn't like me, so... Uh, I have to be, I have to be um, McFussy Fangs or something. Yeah, she does have a bit yeah. of like enabling Briska yeah. in, in doing stuff like that because she wants. I mean, ultimately, she wants to be helpful to Briska. Um, yeah. So, but and yeah. also, yeah, going back to like the mixed signals and stuff, the way Briska is just like Briska is used to being hated. Like she knows how to deal with people who hate her. She's like she knows how to antagonize and stuff. But then Kanaya just gives all these mixed signals and like she cares, but she's meddlesome and and so on and so on. And like so Riska doesn't know how to act. And I'm sorry, I was thinking about Aurora's action. I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I was I, just thinking about like the way Aradia is indifferent towards Risk and how that makes her crazy. Yeah, um yeah. here I can read out loud Hussey's commentary on this. Um Vriska is the type who sucks up to people and wants approval from them if they show apathy towards her, parenthesis, Aradia, and, or, and shows disdain for those who do the opposite, either positively or negatively, Tavros. And Kanaya confusingly exhibits both traits, too cool, too aloof for Vriska, but also she cares a lot and wants to protect her from her own dangerous tendencies. Which, mm-hmm. that is confusing, I think, because Kanaya also, like, Vriska also feels kind of dumb around Kanaya. Like, there's, like, points where she's, like, uh, you probably think I'm. She's she. She actually says, "You probably think you can go ahead and think I'm some dumb flighty broad or whatever." And Kanaya's like, "I don't think that." Yeah. But like Vriska, 
is intimid- is a little intimidated by her and feels like, oh, you must like think you're cooler than me or whatever. Why or why do yeah. why do you? But like also is it's confusing because Kanaya cares so much. It's like designed to confuse that, like, Riska. It's the way that like Kanaya wants to be a part of Riska's life, but she's not sure how. So she likes meadows and tries to be part of things. But she doesn't. She doesn't really want to stop Riska because no, she, she doesn't want to stop. She just wants to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Can Can I has an obsession with dangerous girls? That's 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 her thing. Yeah. No. Like she doesn't want to stop it. She wants to be part yeah. of the thing. It's like it's like a it's like a role playing scenario all over again. Like <laughs> Kanaya wants to role play stopping her, but she doesn't really want to stop. Yeah. It's like a role playing scenario and both need to be there so she she can just tell like Riska to stop and Riska's like oh go away like no because she doesn't want to go away it's like it's like she wants this relationship of dismissiveness where like she wants to be dismissive she, she wants to be like Riska stop like she wants Riska to do something so she can stop Riska and currently moving my arms so much, which is why I do when I'm excited. And I just, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I got it. I, I understand now. Like, she wants uh-huh. Friska to be dangerous so she can stop Friska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a way, it's an, it's an excuse. It's an excuse to stay in Friska's life. Because she can pretend it's, oh, because you're dangerous. And, like, she's like, this is how I'm going to approach it because I don't know. Like, if I said I genuinely like you, I, I like who like they're 13 they're not going to go out and like communicate that because they're awkward 13 year olds with like tons of different issues but like kanaya uses Vriska being dangerous as an excuse to be close to her essentially yeah 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 um which yeah just they're 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 both dumb children is the thing that's like the a lot of these relationship issues that they have it's like part part of it like like Part of it certainly is uh, their their upbringings, especially Riska's, Riska's upbringing. But also, they're they're just two thirteen year olds who are like very dumb about their own feelings yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah. and I, just, I just realized Kanaya wants what Terazi has. Mm. Kanaya like wants to be the one who stops Riska from doing things, but mm-hmm. also not really in a way that like fighting, not for the purpose of winning, for but just for fighting. Like yeah. she wants to be this rival and to stop risk, but also mm-hmm. she wants to. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she wants to be a rival, but more like I don't know yeah, the way no, I see I mean, it. A rival, but but, but like uh, someone who stops. Yeah, she I wants think... to have the relationship with Friska that she has eventually with Rose. Um, a mm-hmm. a yeah, where she she's a bit more antagonistic with Rose and everything. And, yeah, um, there's one line where um, Riska says, um, this was in their first conversation, or, you know, if you're so high and mighty and think you're so great, then maybe you could, oh, I don't know, try and stop me from doing bad things. And Kanaya says, that wouldn't work. If I tried to stop you, you would regard me as an enemy instead of merely a nuisance. And what good would that do? So it's like, I think Kanaya... Like Kanaya, Kanaya doesn't want to go as far as being like as being what Terezi is to Friska because that would like she feels like that wouldn't that would wouldn't work with them like it would just like stop and it like when you try to stop someone 
eventually your relationship becomes more like confrontational and less like while this is more it's it's comfortable in a way it's like not it's a way that she can keep bothering Vriska and Vriska will say oh you're annoying but like not not say oh you're my enemy we read two fanfics um uh treasures but one of them was treasures by elegant anagram eva and i read that um it's a space it's a space pirate well Vriska's a space pirate in this fic visiting a forest it's so so interesting because like the fanfic isn't really explicitly in space uh, until like midway through it's just like spoilers yeah, yeah, spoilers for this 3,000 word fanfic, sorry. <laughs> it's like, like it's so interesting how they never make, make things that explicitly. So you feel like this is just a pirate AU. You feel like, oh, they're, they're on in the old time. Risk is like a pirate. And yes, she's a pirate, but she's a sky pirate. And it's so interesting when the fic shows, like, yeah, this is space. Like, yeah, I it's, love like, there's only, like, brief hints that it's space earlier, because it's like, Oh yeah, like they talk about home worlds and planets, but it doesn't like like you you're not it's not explicit like for sure that like Briska I don't think it is is a space pirate until like the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And yeah. And I do like the ending because I like body horror. Yeah. Um. That's the reason it freaks me out. But <laughs> the the reason you, it freaks you out is the reason I like it. I, I yeah. Know, I like. I like yeah. I like things that rip me out. Yeah, spoilers though. Um, I guess again, spoilers in case you didn't stop listening after we said spoiler the first time. Um, so Kanaya ends up being like uh getting like sh- uh shot or like um injured when uh, another sh- ship tries to like blow up like blow up Vriska and um so Vriska plugs her plugs basically plugs Kanaya into her ship like Vriska has an organic ship that's like like grown or like but um so Kanaya becomes one with the ship which honestly being I do think that like protecting Vriska keeping her safe it it there is something motherly about like being like a ship I guess it it is it does fit their relationship it really does and it's yeah. it's also terrifying because I am freaked out by that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kanaya pretty much just becomes the main AI that runs the ship, right? Well, well, it's no, there's no AI. She, it's it's the ship is organic. It's organic. Yeah, I, sorry, I wasn't paying that much attention. No, it's okay. It makes me even more interested to know that the ship is organic. Actually. So it like grows. So, um, it, like it's um the way. The way it's described is how the process is, um, she's fed you into it, let it cannibalize you and let you become one with his mechanisms until you are both are born as a hybrid organism, which is, yeah. uh, terrifying, but like, uh, epic. That, that's false, actually. I want that. You want to, you want to become, you want to become one with a, with a, with an organic ship? Yes, I want to become one with a biological ship. My transition goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. some. I think that's where we need to progress as a society, where we can all yeah, be that's organic my ship. <laughs> mm. Organic ship is my <laughs> political opinion. Mm-hmm. You, okay. I was about to make an unfunny joke, but 
Okay. No. Uh, no, you can make an yeah, unfunny yeah. joke. Well, it's like you, the people who say, like, I identify as an attack helicopter. <laughs> but you could be a, an actual, like, organic attack helicopter. <laughs> I don't know why the phrase organic attack helicopter makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I love this, yes. Um, just, I'm really big into plants and stuff. I love organic things. Mm-hmm. I didn't even pay attention that it was an organic ship when I was reading. So knowing that it's organic just makes me much more interested. Yeah. That's how she becomes kind of like the plant she grows, in a way. So that's oh, like... Yeah, the parallel. That's how it ties together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the other one? Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. say this. Like, as scary as that is, I do think that if I... There, there is something kind of beautiful about, like, being gay for someone and being the ship that literally takes them, like, everywhere. I'm act- I don't know why I'm going to get emotional about this, but les- lesbians in space, and one of them is a ship. It's just... Yeah, lesbians in space. Like, being able to look after her... Um, Take her everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I know neither of you will listen to After 59, but in, in there, there's like this girl AI that like runs the ship and I can her so hard. So so the, the, there's there's a pattern here. Just... The, the, the homoerotic relationship between gay people and their ships. I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. all ships are like characterized as girls though, aren't they? Like, yeah. Well, so, yeah, but... no, they're always like she... She, or, so like yeah. I guess I guess men can't have homoerotic relationships with their ship, but they can't have any relationship with their ship. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Are we um, gonna talk about the other? Yeah. Figure? The other fic we read was a thread cut with a carving knife. The Shira's Light remix by uh, Cosmo Gyral. Cosmo Gyral. Um, this is a shorter fic, uh, and it's. Uh, it's a it's a dream bubble fic. It's uh, Kanaya is encountering Vriska in the dream bubbles while she's on the meteor, and she's like going to sleep and seeing Vriska. Um, yeah, I like this because we we honestly don't see the impact you know Vriska's death has on Kanaya. Mm-hmm. Like we don't really see that, and it's yeah, and we see its impact on Terezi, but we don't really see as much yeah. on Kanaya. Um, one yeah, thing I and, like about Homestuck too is that it's focusing a lot more on Kanaya's emotions, which is yeah. good because she and, deserves it. Yeah, and it's just like Kanaya becomes like she becomes more involved with the Rose and stuff. We see stuff that's happening with her, but like really in only in relation to Rose. And also, we just kind of skip around uh, to different parts of the three-year like meteor journey, and yeah. we just never see like Kanaya like interacting because i mean Vriska's ghost is there in the dream bubbles um and it's just a it's an interesting fic it it's something that very much could happen in in the comic i feel but we never really saw um and uh and also just it's good because there's not enough uh Vriska and kanaya interaction in, in the comic yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, we didn't we didn't cover them interacting after the retcon, but oops. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's okay. I'm sure we'll yeah. do a follow up for a scan episode at some point when we run out of girl ships. So, uh-huh. but yeah, I do think this is this was a sweet one, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it was very sweet, and also like I don't know, like it's it's very 
I liked it a lot. It I liked uh, Kanaya dealing with um, getting to see Kanaya dealing with Friska's death and everything, and the, she yeah. definitely will ha- like. She definitely does have unresolved feelings. Um, that yeah. yeah, we just don't ever get to explore that really in Homestuck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really like this fic because I, I don't know, I just like how it's not really canon diversion, which is like it's something that could literally have been happen. Like Kanaya could literally have been having dreams about Riska while she's dating Rose. And I I really think it's interesting how it works. It's just like Kanaya dreaming about Riska unresolved. Yeah. It, it that's like that's the thing I feel like I'm I'm very that's I'm very glad that Kanaya's emotions are being uh portrayed more in Homestuck too because we just there's so much that happens to her yeah. uh in in like hype and, and act five, act two. Um and uh we just don't like ever see any of the impact on her in the comic, really. She yeah, she yeah. spends so much time trying to be like a good friend, a good girlfriend and like not knowing honestly, like the thing about Kanaya is that she's a character that gives a lot, and because she does that, sometimes we don't really see, we don't really notice yeah. it, and that or, or her yeah. feelings that don't get and, shown. And it's I'm just and, ready for her to get angry and go ape shit. Yeah, that's the thing I've I relate to Kanaya a lot in that, even though I'm Friska Kinney, um, <laughs> is that uh, like I do have like relationships with other people where I just. I'm constantly trying to give like everything to them and care for them, and like I'm asking like how are you doing like trying to make them like feel better, but I don't ever like I keep all my emotions inside me. Um, I, I like I don't I I've gotten better about doing that, but in the past I've had a lot of issues of just never like never letting other people see like that I'm also struggling too, and I feel Kanaya has a lot of yeah a lot of that in Homestuck. Yeah, one thing we see is that she doesn't let things out, and then when she then she does, and like we see her go ape shit a little, you know, um, yeah, punching, uh, well, kicking Gamzee and punching Riska and uh, killing Aridin. Like, like we see her go ape shit. I don't know. I always related to that because, like, for me, it's like I don't know. Well, this is overly personal, but like I do think there's something we said about how Kanaya bottles things up. And she might, or she might like distance herself from people, but she does. She won't say what's wrong until like there's, yeah. like there's just this moment where it just she just snaps. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I yeah. just. She wants to be yeah, the mother. I she just, wants to be there, yeah. and she doesn't ever. She doesn't like let her emotions out, which is not good for her. Yeah, and um, I just presses her emotions so much. Like it can't wait her opening up more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, we have already seen, like, in Meet, she opens up, a, like, a little bit to Dave. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool that we're seeing, like, that yeah. we're seeing that we're going to get the but more. there's the, like, in the, up, the other, like, the update where um, Harry and Tavi and Rissy are, like, texting each other and stuff, and they're saying, like, Kanaya is looking, like, very cold and not expressing any emotion. Like... And like talking about like how she never really does express her emotion. I want her to, like I I know she's really mad, and I yeah, want her and, and to 
yeah, I want her to go ape shit. Yeah. Yeah, and even Rissy says like that she never really sees Kanaya emoting, and that's like that's her child. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if your child never sees you emoting, like you're you're repressing way too many. Yeah, I actually um I because I love Kanaya, and I also um I actually this was screenshot from Homesick too. Um, like where uh, Harry's like. Aunt Kanaya was the only face I could see. She was standing next to him, but she wasn't looking at what was going on, almost like she couldn't bear to. And Rizzy says, I doubt it. Kanaya's got as much emotivity as a very reclusive stone. And Harry goes, okay, I think that is bullshit, but whatever. Which is <laughs> like uh, very June, very June of him. Yeah. But um, yeah. it's there's something about how like even Kanaya's own daughter is like taking her feeling like not noticing her feelings and or, like taking her for granted or brushing it off. And I'm just waiting to see that. Like I can't wait to see like Kanaya like lose it. Yeah, I think that that I I yeah I I, I really that that part where Kanaya does sort of lose it in Homestuck in Act Five Act Two is one of my favorite parts because it's very cathartic. She just kind of completely loses it. She punches Friska. She slices Aridin in half. And yeah. Friska is a badass. <laughs> yeah. Are we not? Okay, you're not. You're we not can't singing. fight we're the not, Homestuck We're not going to. We're not singing. Fighty Brats. No. <laughs> no. Fighty Brats karaoke session. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I think we're about ready to wrap up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We we recorded a lot. Ugh. All right. So. Okay. Um. How do we end these things again? Okay. When you say like where um, people can follow. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if there's anything before that. Uh, okay. So you can follow. Um. You can follow Eva at Worst Girl. Or should we just start? With, it was easier when we say our own. I was trying to do the fun thing where we say each other's, but you know. First, you can follow yeah, us like, at Flighty Broads on Twitter. Yes. You can follow me at Inarguable Access on Twitter and on uh, on Mastodon now. And yeah, um, you can follow me on Worst Girl Alpha pretty much everywhere. And, and Riska? Uh, and you can follow me at Riska Zone on pretty much everywhere, I guess. Uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Mastodon. Yeah. Um, yeah, risk is on. Follow me. Thank you for listening. And love women. Love women. Love women. <laughs> <laughs>